Now we continue inshallah ta'ala then with the tafsir of uh, Surah Al-Balad we reach خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدٍ Very we have created man in kabad and kabad here has two meanings first of all meaning man is created on the perfect shape on statue or mold مستقيم مستقيم straight walking on his feet having his head up and his body is uh, upright however with respect to the uh, animals uh, they are on the opposite in the sense that their rear and their head are on the same level however with respect to the children of Adam the head is above the body and this is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمٍ as in Surah Al-Teen indeed verily we have created man في أحسن تقويم in the best stature and mold this is one meaning the other meaning of kabad where we have created man in kabad is mukabada hardship, toil, suffering meaning man faces difficulties in this life and in seeking sustenance also he faces difficulties with himself in terms of striving try to direct it to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the acts of obedience and to keep away from acts of disobedience and this type of jihad this type of jihad of striving it is more difficult than that in seeking sustenance especially if a person is surrounded by a bad environment a deviant environment he will end up being like a stranger in such an environment and therefore he will suffer with self-strive and with also with people and dealing with them and therefore the question is would this ayah be would it be possible for this ayah to mean both meanings? Yes. And we have known the rule in tafsir that if the ayah, if the ayah has two meanings and there is no contradiction or opposition between the meanings, then take it on both. Take it on both meanings. Why? Because the Quran is ashmal wa awsa, is vast and comprehensive. However, if there is opposition or a kind of contradiction between them, then, between these meanings, then fanzul al-rajih then look for that which will, will be preponderating example like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-Baqarah 2228 concerning the divorced woman وَالْمُطَلَّقَاتُ يَتَرَبَّصْنَ بِأَنفُسِهِنَّ ثَلَاثَةَ قُرُوءٍ and women shall wait as regards their marriage for three قُرُوءٍ three قُرُوءٍ one meaning for Quru is the menstrual periods. The second is purity, ritual purity. Okay. The correct one is three menstrual cycles and that which is between them from purity between the menstrual cycles. In this case, in our case with this ayah, alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, 
in this ayah, kabad, therefore toil, comprises both meanings. Meaning that the good and straight shape and form of man and the hardship that he faces in this life. أَيَحْسَبُ الْإِنسَانُ أَنْ لَيَّقْدِرَ عَلَيْهِ أَحَدٍ The next verse please Does man he think that one can overcome him? عليكم السلام ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته Thinks that man can overcome him? Meaning that man Thinks that in his strength عليكم السلام ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته that no one can overcome him. Especially when he is in prime rigor and strength and pride and arrogance. He says, لا أحد يقدر علي. No one can overcome me. أنا أعمل ما شئت. I can do whatever I wish. ومنه قوله تبارك وتعالى and the like is the saying of Allah فَأَمَّا عَادٌ فَاسْتَكْبَرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَقَالُوا مَنْ أَشَدُّ مِنَّا قُوَّةِ And as to Ad, the people of Ad, they disdained in the land and they were arrogant, unjustly. And they said, who is mightier than us in strength? قال الله تعالى in response, أَوَلَمْ يَرَوْا أَنَّ اللَّهَ الَّذِي خَلَقَهُمْ هُوَ أَشَدُّ مِنْهُمْ قُوَّةِ Don't they see that Allah who created them is أَشَدُّ مِنْهُمْ قُوَّةِ is more powerful and mighty than them as in 41.15 as in 41 Surah Fussilat verse 15 yes indeed Islam star I mean it's all it's all relevant it's all relevant the same thing Fir'aun and others it's all it's all relevant so a man when he is in a state of good health and he's at prime and rival in his youth, he thinks that no one can overcome him. He thinks even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot overcome him. And this is very clear with respect to the kafir, with respect to the kafir, to the disbeliever. However, with respect to the believer, he knows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all able to overcome him. And that Allah is able to, able to do whatever He wishes. Therefore, Therefore, He will have aw of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then man says, the next verse please. He says boastfully and arrogantly when He is wealthy. And Allah gives him from the sustenance. He says, I have wasted wealth in abundance. Meaning in abundance concerning his lusts and entertainments. Does he think that none can overcome him? Does he think that none sees him? Can you repeat please? Which one can I repeat? Okay, I'll repeat the verse. Okay, fine. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about man يَقُولُ أَهْلَكْتُ مَالًا لُبَدًا Meaning he says boastfully and arrogantly I have wasted wealth in abundance you know when he is healthy and he is at his peak and uh, prime and so forth and when he has wealth he says well you know I spend that in abundance in what? spending it in what? for his lust shahawatu for his lust and malazatu his enjoyment does he think that none sees him? Does he think that none sees him in his spending? Expending, spending it in that which is of no benefit? And in all of this, as you can tell, تَهْدِيدٌ لِلْإِنسَانِ أَنْ This is a stern warning for man, lest he continues in his arrogance. Because of thinking he is mighty because of his physical strength or because of his wealth in abundance that he has قال الله تعالى then after that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse 8 أَلَمْ نَجْعَلْ لَهُ عَيْنَيْنِ وَلِسَانًا وَشَفَتَيْنِ وَهَدَيْنَاهُ النَّجْدَيْنِ does he think that one sees him haven't we not made for him two eyes and a tongue and two lips and shown him the two ways النَّجْدَيْنِ the good and bad أَلَمْ نَجْعَلْ لَهُ عَيْنَيْنِ Meaning this through which he can see. These eyes تُؤَدِّيَانِ إِلَى الْقَلْبِ مَا نَظَرَ إِلَيْهِ الْإِنسَانِ These eyes will reflect what it sees, it will reflect it to the heart. So if he looks at something unlawful, it will be a sin. عليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. And if he looks at something which will be a means of nearness to Allah, then he will be successful, he will be a winner. And if he looks at something which is allowable, mubah, فإنه لا يحمد ولا يذم. And if he looks at something which is allowable, then he is going to be neither praised nor blamed. ما لم يكن هذا النظر مفضيا إلى محظور شرعي as long as this sight which he the thing that which he was looking at, this gazing, is leading to something which is illegal. In this case, he will acquire a sin through such a look. Then, وَلِسَانًا وَشَفَتَيْنِ إِلِسَانًا A tongue he uses to talk with. شَفَتَيْنِ Two lips regulates his speech. regulates his speech and these are from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on man because through the tongue and the lips man is able to express himself otherwise he wouldn't I mean if he was speechless how can he express that which is in his heart how people will know as to that which is in himself regarding except through perhaps signaling and this will be something you know uh, it will be hard 
it will be hard for him and difficult for him and it will be hard for others also as well yet it is from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he made for man a tongue as well as lips and it is also from the amazing matters manifesting the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يَأْتِ النُّطْقُ مِنْ the pronunciation, the utterance comes from air which comes from the lungs and passes it through special paths it passes through something it will become a letter and if it passes through another path it will become another letter yet it is the same, it is the same air from one source coming but it, fall, it falls and passes through different passages on capillaries very minute, very, very, very fine in the throat and also in the lips and also in the gum on the gum all of these form the letters that we utilize in our speech so that's why you find the letter B the letter Sheen all of them are coming from using the same air that comes from the Ri'ah from the lungs yet they differ depending on the passages they take in the throat and in the mouth and this is from the perfect ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَهَدَيْنَاهُ النَّجْدَيْنِ and show him the two ways the good and evil meaning we made the good, of evil, the, the good and evil clear to him the other meaning is هَدَيْنَاهُ النَّجْدَيْنِ meaning دَلَلْنَاهُ عَلَى مَا بِهِ غِذَاؤُهُ وَهُوَ الثَّدْيَانِ We directed him and guided him to the source of his nourishment and these are the breasts فَإِنَّهُمَا نَجْدَانِ They are two lofty things because they come on top of the chest فَهَدَى اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَهُوَ رَضِيعُ هَدَاهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَهُوَ رَضِيعُ لَا يَعْرِفُ Allah directed it, him and guided him to them yet he doesn't know from the time from the time he comes out and his mother gives birth to him يطلب الثدي he seeks the breast and the one who informed him is Allah Azza wa Jal فبين Allah Azza wa Jal منته عدى هذا الإنسان and thus man is manifesting his favor on man from the time he is born seeking النجدين seeking the two breasts and in the his mother's womb alaykum salam he takes the nourishment from the abdominal cord because he has no other way through this abdominal cord umbilical cord the blood comes carrying all the nourishment he needs so that he becomes living until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings him out as a babe verses 11 and verse 12 and 13 please but he has not attempted to pass on the path that is steep that is the path which will lead to goodness and success 
and what will make you know the path that is steep, then Allah defines it in the next verses. Alaykum salam. Rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. This man who is saying, Ahlaktu mana lubada, I spend all this wealth abundantly, this man, would he attempt to pass the path that is steep, meaning the path which would lead to goodness and success? And al-iqtiham, iqtiham would mean here, attempt to pass with hardship, bimashakka. Al-aqaba in Arabic, al-tariq fil jabal al-wa'am. And Al-Aqaba means the rough, rugged mountain terrains. Certainly the passing of these paths is what is very difficult. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا الْعَقَبَ This exclamation now, Al-Aqaba لِلْتَشْوِيقِ وَالْتَفْخِيمِ أَيْضًا is for yearning and longing and magnification, meaning who informed you concerning this aqaba which Allah made it clear later and when he said it is the freeing of a neck of a slave or or giving food in a day of hunger on day of famine يَتِيمًا ذَا مَقْرَبَةً to an orphan near of kin أو مِسْكِينًا ذَا مَتْرَبَةً or to a miskin, a poor, cleaving to dust out of misery عليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته فك رقبة let's take the first one المعنى الأول the first meaning of فك رقبة which is the freeing of an ex-slave so this is the freeing of a slave owned by his master So the master frees him, or a person frees him if he is owned by a master. The second meaning is فَكُّ رَقَبَةٍ مِنَ الْأَثْرِ Freeing a captive. Freeing a captive. فَإِنَّ فُكَاكَ الْأَثِيرِ مِنْ أَفْضَلِ الْأَعْمَالِ Freeing a captive is one of the best deeds to, you know, in the sight of Allah And it is known that the captive may not be freed except by a ransom. And it could be a heavy, heavy ransom. Here is the meaning. No one will attempt to pass this path to free this slave except the one who has faith in Allah Azza wa Jal, who knows بِأَنَّ اللَّهَ will bestow in return that which he spent in this cause, and that he will reward him for that charity that he gave to free this captive or this slave. Then he said the other thing is إِطْعَامٌ فِي يَوْمِ ذِي is to give food in day of hunger famine because people could be afflicted with hunger due to low produce 
from fruits and vegetation. Bad voice again. Or due to it's not better. Oh, oh. Alhamdulillah. It was okay, Alhamdulillah. Or due to some illnesses. Illnesses, yes. It may be possible that a person eats and does not get full. And this occurred in places. People used to eat, but not feeling, you know. You would feel, you, you would, you would, uh, you would see them eating sometimes, you know, that which would be eaten by ten people, but not feeling full, due to an illness. And they end up dying. And this is from Al-Masaghib, Yawmin bi Masghaba, or famine. Or it may be due to law produce, because, you know, with trees giving very little of fruits and vegetation. And people die out of hunger. Or they may leave their homes and towns. And the other thing is, Yatim and the Maqraba to an orphan near of skin Al-Yateen who is Al-Yateen? the orphan the definition of the orphan we defined this yesterday but the definition of the orphan is the one man mata abuhu qabla an yablu is the one who his father dies before he reaches the age of puberty whether this child is a boy or a girl male or female however if he reaches the stage of puberty فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَكُونُ يَتِيمًا then he is no more considered as an orphan because he reached the stage of puberty and he is separate however if the person loses his wife his mother rather if his mother dies فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَكُونُ يَتِيمًا then he is not considered an orphan contrary to what most people think in fact they think that the orphan is the one who lost his wife and this is incorrect the yatim is the one who whose father died the maqraba meaning of kinship close in kinship so the yatim is entitled for to be honored and to be given from the charities and if he is of kin that will be even of more more required because he has it through another angle which is the angle of kinship so the one now who is qualified with being an orphan and akin, then spending upon him is from iqtiham al-aqaba is from the passing of this steep and rough terrain, quote-unquote. Aw miskeen and da matraba 
also a miskeen. What is the miskeen? Who is the miskeen? Al miskeen huwa alladhi la yajidu qutahu wala qut ayalih. The miskeen, the poor, is the one who doesn't find that which he needs and what his family needs. Al matraba makanu turab. Meaning here, cleaving to dust. Miskeen, laysa bidayhi shay illa turab. He's poor, he doesn't have anything except turab, dust. So it is also known, إِذَا خِيلَ عَنَ الرَّجُلْ لَيْسَ عِنْدَهُ إِلَّا التُرَابِ If it is said that a person doesn't have, I mean he has nothing except dust, then it is known that he is very poor, meaning he doesn't have food, he doesn't have clothing, he doesn't have wealth. سَهْوَ مِسْكِينَ ذُو مَتْرَبَ Cleaving to dust out of misery. ثُمَّ كَانَ مِنَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالْمَرْحَمَةِ Then after that, بعد ذلك, ليس محسناً اليتامى والمساكين فقط بل هو ذو إيمان Then he became one of those who believed It's not only that he, you know, spends and gives the poor and the, and the orphan and, you know, and those in, in famine No, on top of that فهو ذو إيمان he becomes one of those who believe. He believed in everything that is dutiful upon him to believe in. The Prophet made it clear the things which we must believe in. When he was asked by Jibreel about Iman, what is faith? He said, Believe is that you believe in Allah. Faith is that you believe in Allah, وملائكته, his angels, وكتبه, his books, ورسله, his messengers, واليوم الآخر, the last day, والقدر خيره وشره. والقدر خيره وشره. And the pre-decree, it's good and it's bad. Then Allah says, وتواصوا بالصبر وتواصوا بالمرحمة. And recommend one another, to preservance and patience and also recommend one another to pity and compassion they recommend one another to perseverance you know as-sabr perseverance is of three kinds as-sabr is of three kinds sister islamic knowledge jazakallah khair as-sabr patience patient perseverance is of three types. The first type, sabrun ala ta'atillah. Sabrun ala ta'atillah. Which means, patient perseverance regarding the acts of worship. In worshipping Allah, one needs to be patient. This is the first type. Sabrun. Naam. The other is Sabrun an Ma'asiyatillah. The other is Perseverance concerning sins. Meaning one should be persevering in avoiding. This requires perseverance in to avoid sin. It requires perseverance. 
to avoid sin. And the third, sabrun ala aqdari mu'lima. Perseverance regarding the painful pre-decrees of Allah. All these three matters or these three types of perseverance were combined in the messengers والسلام, and their followers. Here is our messenger Muhammad وسلم, persevering in worshipping Allah, striving في سبيل الله, in the path of Allah. يدعو إلى الله inviting to the way of Allah and to Allah ويؤذى ويعتدى عليه بالضرب facing harm being beaten حتى هم المشركون بقتله the mushriks were about to kill him yet he was صابر محتسب he was persevering seeking the reward of Allah he was also صابر عن معصية الله persevering to avoid the sins and wrongdoings. He didn't betray anyone, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not belying anyone. Yet also, muttaqin lillahi ta'ala biqadri ma yastati' fearing Allah to the best of his ability. He was also sabirun ala aqdarillah. He was also patient regarding, persevering regarding the pre-decree of Allah. Many times he was hurt for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. Alaysat Quraysh qad aduh hatta idha ra'awhu sajiran tahta al-Ka'bah. أمروا من يأتي بسلا ناقة فيضعه على ظهره وهو ساجد عليه الصلاة والسلام Isn't it that Quraysh, the pagans used to hurt him until one day they saw him prostrating by the Kaaba They ordered someone to bring the filth of fetus of a she-camel and to place it on his shoulders while he was prostrating alayhi salatu wassalam until someone went and informed Fatima and she was young his daughter alayhi salam and she came and took off this filth from his back. And then he made dua, invoked Allah against them, and named them one by one. And by Allah, in the battle of Badr, they were laying dead, all of them whom he named, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one by one. Allahu Akbar. In all of this, he was persevering. This is the way of the messengers. Yusuf alayhi salam, Prophet Yusuf, 
he persevered concerning the pre-decree of Allah you know that he was thrown in the bottom of a well and was hurt in the cause of Allah in the prison yet he was persevering seeking the reward لم يتضجر he didn't go into rejection and rage as to that which was befalling him then Allah says وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْمَرْحَمَةِ and they recommend each other and they recommend each other to pity and compassion being merciful to each other also being merciful to the creatures from animals and such he's merciful man the believer to his fathers his mothers his children sons and daughters his brothers his sisters his uncles his maternal aunts and his aunts and so forth merciful to others merciful to the animal to his camel to his horse to his donkey to his cow to his sheep قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحموا من في الأرض يرحمكم من في السماء be merciful to those on earth the one who is above heaven will be merciful to you this hadith is reported in a tirmidhi and he at tirmidhi rahimahullah said hadith hasan sahih this is a good and authentic hadith ulaika meaning all of those qualified with these qualities ulaik ashabul maymanah they are those on the right hand meaning the dwellers of paradise they will be given their records in their right hands and the reckoning will be ease and swift and they will return to their families in joy then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِآيَاتِنَا and as to those who disbelieved in our ayat, our signs, our verses etc whom أَصْحَابُ الْمَشْأَمَةِ they are those on the left hand the dwellers of the fire of hell عَلَيْهِمْ نَارٌ مُؤْصَدَةِ the fire will be shut over them meaning that they will be enveloped by the fire without an opening or a window or an outlet they will never be able to leave it نَسْأَلُ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ أَنْ يَجْعَلَنَا مِنَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who believe وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ and acted righteously وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالصَّبْرِ and they recommended one another to perseverance وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْمَرْحَمَةِ and recommended one another to pity and compassion إِنَّهُ سَمِيعٌ مَجِيبٌ He is the one all hearing, the one who answers the invocations Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen
وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward our Sheikh Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymin rahimahullah for all of his efforts and especially this one which we are discussing the tafsir of part 30 of the Noble Quran Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Mike is free